Good morning, Meat Suits. Uh, Alex here. Got a couple of things we got to discuss up top, but I'm going to make Ezra do it. So, Ezra, this was your idea. Why don't you tell us what I'm you little... pitched us? <laughs> okay, I want to say this. Hi, I'm past the buck, Falcone. <laughs> <laughs> this okay. is not new. <laughs> We've done a lot of these episodes. You know how this works. Wait, no. I want to say the thing that makes us even crazier is like we just had like a 20-minute meeting about what we're going to do, and this did not come up. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because I didn't want it. I wanted it to be live. I wanted it to be fresh. Good job, Alex. As we okay. start at the beginning, what did you pitch us? So, guys, uh, I, I don't know if anyone uh, who's listening knows, uh, but uh, we had an election uh, this past week, and it, it in, went... In the U.S. In the U.S., yeah. 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 Uh, and it went in an interesting way. Um, and uh, a lot of people that I was talking to had a lot of feelings about it. Uh, I had a lot of feelings about it. Um, and I I noticed um, at least at least on one person on the Facebook group uh, posted on a fan, as a fan and saying just like, hey, this was like, thank you for you guys. You're like, you're... You seem helpful in this dark time. And I was like, you know what? We are kind of helpful. In the We're classic way that anytime we get one com- comment, we assume that everybody is feeling that way. Well, yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. The, that's, the iceberg that's the theory. Great, yeah, iceberg theory, yeah. So everyone must be thinking that we're so helpful and want to ha- hear us weigh in on, on, on everything. Uh, and I, you know, even though it was Chris get his group back uh, month, I decided to hijack that uh, with some tacit agreement from, from everyone else. Yep. Um, to, to see if we can use this as a, you know, to review this, uh, I think, like, 58th, uh, you know, election special uh, as if it were, you know, some just enjoyable fiction. Or, you know, if not enjoyable, fiction. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're going to we're going to we're going to talk about the election, which if you're super sick of it, totally understand. We will be back next week talking about. Oh, also, there will be spoilers. So, um, you know, if you haven't caught up standard, yet. Standard disclaimer apply. Uh, yeah, if you if you don't like it, if, you, if you're sick of hearing about it, uh, I totally get it. And we'll be back next week talking about Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart having a potluck on TV. So <laughs> we're not expecting it to be nearly as political. Yeah, it'll, <laughs> it'll still be pretty political, but uh, maybe maybe a little different. Um, but I I guess um, also this is I guess a trigger warning for reality as well. So if you don't want to <laughs> deal yeah. with what's going on currently, maybe skip over this one too totally uh and and i do think this in the spirit of chris gretz's groove back because one of the things we talked about about chris and his groove is that we wanted to do some experiments we wanted to try some things that we don't normally do for sure and one of them is always we've always talked about reviewing real life events as if they were the kind of stuff we talk about and we did it we did it with like the royal wedding which is kind of a tv show kind of five years ago (laughs) yeah it was a while ago but like we've always wanted to do more real life events i think and so this has been just an experience we have a lot of things that we haven't fully worked out in our own lives and so we're going to do it on the show like we do with our opinions of a lot of stuff um yeah we are still going to start and end with a compliment but here's what we're going to do um i want this compliment to be a happy thought could be totally unrelated could be glancingly related but i want just a like i want a compliment to something i want a, a, a thought of something else and then we'll before we get into the show so kaylin is our guest uh i'm gonna have you go first with this so tell us what's on your mind that maybe will make us feel a little better I'm getting a puppy. No, oh, yes. Aww. What kind of puppy? It's mutt. Nobody knows. Oh, Excellent. Great. It's just the smush of stuff. Oh. Smush of stuff. Yeah. Does, does, what does it have I a name yet? This? No, it's its slave name is Jem. Um, <laughs> but I don't know that we're going to keep that. We haven't kept anybody. We have a bunch of pets in the house. We haven't kept anybody's like shelter name. Um, 
Hmm. So, yeah, I, we don't know her name yet because we don't know her yet. She's going to tell us. Um, oh, man. What I love is that you said you, ahead of time, you said your compliments were going to be um, in response to the election, but not about the election. Oh, so. yeah. I wonder why I started looking for a puppy on t- <laughs> one thirty a.m. Tuesday night. <laughs> right, like the SPCA like, website crashed also along with that. I tweeted about this. It did. Petfinder search crashed on Wednesday. It was <laughs> really? down for like two or three hours on Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Dang. Congratulations. That's so cool. Thank you. Um, that's my this is i was gonna do a thing about dogs but uh it's it's a little more political than i want to be right now so i'll actually tell you this um which is just a story a friend i have a friend who tried to be a cop for a little while a bunch of years ago he like went well, to the like, academy. like like as an amateur or yeah just an amateur police officer <laughs> a lot of citizens arrests um he had to make the siren noise with his own mouth it was not as cool <laughs> No, he, he like went through the academy, he got a job as a police officer in one of the suburbs here, and he was really bad at it, and so he stopped being a cop. But here here's this he told me about his the thing that you might forget when like you get pulled over is that the the police officer doing a traffic stop um might be new. And so the first thing is he never really he like didn't get good at knowing how far behind to stop. So Uh-oh. his first traffic stop he stops like a third of a mile behind the car no just way far back because you got to go back and forth (laughs) and then yeah yeah and so then the second thing is um because you're wearing a lot of vest with like a lot of garbage in it like a just you know utility vest so when he made his first traffic stop he stops too far behind he opens the door and his vest gets caught in the seat belt Oh no! He's kind of a big dude, and he gets uh, caught up, and he falls out of the cruiser with the belt still attached to his vest. Oh no! Side of the highway, quickly, like he like fights his way out, dusts himself (laughs) off, and then he kind of has to get up to the other car at like a jog because it's so far away, and he's already wasted a lot of time. So he like the person rolls down the window, and he has to be like. Uh, license and re- registration, please. And just like beat red, sweating, <laughs> out of breath, and had to like then try to project an air of authority. Yeah, oh, that's, that's that sounds rough. So that's just a thing that I think uh, about sometimes: is bad, bad traffic stop police officer. <laughs> Getting caught in a seatbelt is so funny because like yeah. you've had a lot of practice with it your whole life, but you're not used to having a vest. <laughs> Yeah, you're not used to having an extra two inches in diameter. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's just a thought that I. That's something that keeps me keeps me warm at night is thinking about Steve getting <laughs> caught in a seatbelt. I need to get like a gift about of that rookie memory. cop. Yeah, rookie yeah. cop. Audience of one. <laughs> uh, all right, Chris, what's your thought? Uh, 2016 has been rough, not just for this reason, but for other reasons. I think for the world. But uh, hey, nerds, pretty fun time to be a nerd coming up here. We've got a Star Wars movie coming out. Yeah. Uh, we've got the latest book in The Expanse coming out uh, in just a couple weeks and oh, a new Final great. Fantasy game. So those are the yeah. things that I'm going to bury my head in the sand with. Are you going to get an I'm, NES Classic? No, no. I just bought a PlayStation 4 Pro, though. And oh, I'm, that's I'm like pretty sort of the opposite direction. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, does, I'm, that mean, does that mean you get paid to play PlayStation 4? Yeah, that's right. It's a it's a sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, not too bad. But you can't be in the PlayStation Olympics anymore. No, I can't. Uh, doping. Because <laughs> <laughs> you went pro, but no, no, no. Also, no, you were doping. <laughs> well, no, it's, there are some there are some sports where you can be a professional in the Olympics, right? Like uh, yeah, like yeah, tennis, basketball. basketball. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Plenty of them. It's based on each. Yeah, it's circle. almost like that rule about having to be an amateur to be in the Olympics is totally invalid at this well, point. It's kind of made yeah, up. they they overrode it for many reasons. Yeah, That's yeah. Um, that is a great thought, Chris. Also, congrats yeah. on your PS4P. Uh, thank you, Ez. Happy thought. Uh, I mean, okay. I won't say this is necessarily related to anything in particular, but <laughs> I recently um, started reading uh, Hundred Years of Solitude, and it's okay. fantastic. Uh, yeah, it's a good book. And, and also, it sounds just the title makes it sound long and kind of sad. Well, I mean, maybe that's what someone wants at the time. Oh. Just for the record, uh, but but also it's like it's it's super. I don't know, man. It's just it's very readable. It's good swings. Like I guess if maybe there is a, a thing that you've been putting off for a while, that you feel like you should have done by now. Uh, you know, if this could uh, spur you to do that. Uh, you know, if, if certain events could maybe maybe make you do good things as a result of it. Maybe it'd feel good as a result, you know. Like uh, I also uh, started watching Breaking Bad. I mean, uh, why? As yeah. so, and, so, and I put some extra avocado in a burrito. Um, uh-huh, working on that six pack, yeah. <laughs> You're like, man. The, the, what 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 has spurred me to action is to be a better person. So I'm going to read this book, watch Breaking Bad, and get. I'm more not good saying facts. that. I'm just saying. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm just saying. No, it's not just that. I mean, like I, I you know, I wrote a, a nice letter to a friend. Um, I um. Oh, I can't like, wait to get it. <laughs> got now. I gotta write another nice letter to a friend. <laughs> this one pretty hastily. <laughs> um, I I, I become I became a published author. Also, I'm I'm sure in direct response to this. Yeah, yeah, that uh, is gonna happen. I, I don't know. I, I guess that my 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 you know just this week I've been trying to to put extra effort into doing things. Uh, you know, uh, to try to balance some stuff out. Yeah, you know, for no reason at all. Uh, that I'm not. It is kind of funny to me how it's been a Rorschach for people like that, where it's like, whatever you were going to do anyway, you're like, this is my excuse to do more of it, like avocado. <laughs> I also put some raspberries in my orange juice, like just floating up top. What? You're like living like a king. It you're was just pretty good. <laughs> ruining some raspberries. What are you doing? <laughs> what? No. I no. They were happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's been one week since you looked at me. Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about bad things. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. Joining me as always, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. It's Mr. Chris Smith. Hey, Alex. Uh, do you also want a work visa somewhere? I'm looking. <laughs> um, I... I would love to go abroad to work for a little bit, but that's because my work is fun and takes a day. Yeah, that's true. I did have somebody offer me a show in Dubai coming up in, in like a year. How you should go? And I yeah. don't I don't know if it's for sure, but like, wouldn't that like it's not? It, but if it happens, holy crap, that would be fun. Yeah, make them fly you business class. It really makes a difference. Sure, I'll just make them. Oh my do god, that. yeah. Well, well, if you're already going to Dubai, yeah, you make them do that. Dubai yeah. is just basically business class the country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am going to go in the world's tallest building, and I'm so excited about it. Yeah. Um, just stay on the inside. Don't be like Tom Cruise. No, I, well, <laughs> no, I'm going to make them let me go on the outside now that I've got oh, yeah. authority. Can you, be like, uh, can you be like Vin Diesel and like go like through them, through like the buildings? Sure, love to do that. Great. Um, I, in all the ways I'm like Vin Diesel, that is one of them. Uh, buildings in Dubai. Oh, I also can go to the, the world's largest indoor skiing arena. I like that idea. Mm. Anyway, I would, 
Wait, wait. Would it be better just to go to the world's best indoor skiing arena? Like, like that seems like the one no, you want to no, go to, not just no, the largest. There's no award for the world's best building. It's, uh, <laughs> it's called the we... build. No, it's the buildies. All right, that's, that's, everyone knows. I mean, it's rigged. Sure, it's all political. Yeah, those but are like the, the SPs. I don't think anyone actually cares. <laughs> <laughs> also joining us this week in Northern California, it's Ezra Fox. Um, <laughs> this month was National Sandwich Day on November third, <laughs> and that's as far as my memory is going to go back in November. Cool. <laughs> you did so have file a good not National found. Sandwich Day. It seemed like. Yeah. Oh, remember how great October was? It had Tanya Day in it. Yeah, yeah that's a pretty good day. Rocktober, yeah, good October. Yeah, Rocktober. <laughs> I'm just gonna say this has been bad. A bad start to Vin Vintober. Vinvember. Vinvember. Yeah. Also joining us today, we have a very special guest at Robot Caitlin on Twitter in Los Angeles. It's Caitlin Gill. You know, guys, one of the key problems today is that politics is such a disgrace. Good people don't go into government. Said our president-elect. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> with no exception. Well, he says something that I agree with. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A little, he, he looked within for that one. Uh, I'm really introspective I'm go find guy. Some Trump, you know? uh, quotes that I can agree with now, actually, because I bet oh, there's some out there. Th- that's a funny concept. There are a lot of them. Uh, they're just, like, like when he said he wanted to cancel Saturday Night Live because it's not that funny. I was like, all right. The beauty of me is that I'm very rich. (laughs) My fingers are long and beautiful, as it has been well documented, are uh, are various other parts of my body. I've never seen a thin person drinking Diet Coke. Guys. You're disgusting. Okay, so Uh, a lot of gross things. But remember when he talked about how decent his cock was on TV? Oh, my God. I mean, at least we That's have a, a president where we don't have to wonder. Like, uh, it's I, we lose a little mystery, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, hey, we got a sure thing with this one. You know, and transparency in government is so important. He's <laughs> uh, fucking transparent already. A goddamn I window, mean, I mean, and on the other side of it is just fire. <laughs> and a Ooh. decent penis. I think I, found, <laughs> I think I found what I agree with. Owning a great golf course gives you great power. Oh. I don't disagree no, with that. I disagree with that. It gives you power over a golf course, and it, you tend to feel like, I'm the god of this golf course, and that's like letting a very small amount of power go to your head. I think, because like, no one is like, oh, we were going to decide on like what to eat for dinner tonight, but we had to ask the guy who owns a golf course first. You know, like you don't have a lot of power. Okay, another quote. We need a great president. I don't disagree. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and in 2012 when he said the uh, uh, the Electoral College is anti-democratic and a disgrace, I agreed with that. <laughs> just remember your golf course only gives you great power until the entirety of Florida where your golf course is is just swallowed up and disappears. <laughs> but but also, also, Caleb, with great golf power comes great, golf, great responsibility. golf responsibility. It really does. You got to keep that St. Augustine grass just uniform. <laughs> the dark force of the gopher will constantly be... Brian to ruin you. <laughs> this, okay, you guys, this is episode number 367. We Wait, one not... more. Private jets this cost a lot of money. This is episode one of the new world, is what it is. <laughs> oh, also, everything in life is luck is another quote. 
Oh God! Uh, hang on to them. We'll, we'll, we'll sprinkle them throughout us. Right? Don't don't OD on them right now. There's uh, like twenty uh, pages of them. Yeah, I don't stop. think y- we could just do this for an hour. Do you remember the two hundred and eighty-two insults printed over two full pages of the New York fucking Times? <laughs> you, know, you could just do a reading of that. Say what you want about the New York Times, but they actually did some pretty solid coverage of some things. That was a good uh, feature that no one except for us assholes read. Well, well, we also, were also, yeah, it's not. The, their paper, their paper is great kindling in this new world order. <laughs> yeah, it really is. So this, so we've now done as many episodes as the number of votes separating the pro and anti-question eight forces in Tiverton, Rhode Island. What was question eight? It was about a law to allow a new casino to be built. And oh. it was uh, the closest election of 2016, which got me thinking about closest elections overall. And so I did some reading. New Hampshire's Senate seat this year was only about 700 votes. Uh, Democratic Maggie Hassan defeated Republican incumbent Kelly Ayotte to win New Hampshire Senate seat. It's like 716 at last time I saw the count. Wow. Um, in Taiwan last year, KMT incumbent Yang Lin Huan lost to DDP challenger Cheng Pao Ching by 162 votes. That is not a lot of votes. Yeah. Yeah. And last year in Mississippi... The state legislative district 79, Democratic incumbent Blaine Eaton won re-election over Republican Mark Tulos by drawing the long straw. <laughs> what? Whoa. The race ended in a, in a tie with each candidate receiving exactly 4,589 votes. And that rather sounds than have, about right. Rather that's, than that's having some like Southern decorum. <laughs> it's state law that they have to draw straws. And because it's like, uh, it's modern, it's not like you just put straws in your fist. They have like these fancy silver boxes and one has a short straw and the other one has a long green straw in it. And you draw a box. Anyway. Uh, what? Mississippi, technically a state. Yeah. <laughs> that's, huh. their, that's their motto. Uh, in case you want to hear more about this, because it's fascinating. This is a quote from the New York Times story about it. Resorting to a game of chance to break an electoral tie is actually common in many states. And coin tosses are often used to settle similar local, smaller local races. So that's fucking crazy. Yeah. And uh, I'm just going to say, not a worse idea than the Electoral College. It's not a worse idea. And it's also way better than just like clawing at each other in the streets. So yeah, I'll yeah. take a coin toss. Yeah, no duels anymore, you know? Yeah. I also am really good at, uh, at uh, rigging a coin toss. So if that ever comes up, I'm definitely oh, yeah? going to win. What? Wait, wait, let me oh, try right now. Cheap. All right, Alex, flip, flip a coin. Okay. Heads. Oh, well, I'm not... <laughs> no, I can't I get right? do no, no, it no. when you tell me to do anything. No, no, sound like I got it right. No, I don't have a coin this... I don't have a coin that you called it before I found a quarter. That's why I said... <laughs> so, you are, so I won. Okay, but can you flip a coin and make it turn up? Yeah, that's one what I'm saying. So like, I, could, I could do ten, 10 heads in a row. I could do... I, and you could call it in the air. I, can, I could get it right. And it's not the kind where like you... You let it land in your hand, and then you flip it on the back of your wrist. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly that. Some... Yeah, I land it and flip it, and I'm really good at feeling the quarter and doing an extra fake flip if I need. I see. So and you're I... not like football tossing, letting it fall on the ground. You're just no, like... no. That's how you. Okay. That's how you don't cheat. Is you let it fall on the ground fairly. Mm. I can't oh. make it flip a thousand times ex- exactly right, but I can. Okay. I can in my flip undetectably switch the coin so it lands wherever. You I know, want. I bet Ricky J could. Ricky J is really good at that kind of shit. Yeah, he probably could. Ricky J. Yeah. I don't know that, Ricky. That's a happy thought. Anyway, speaking of surprising outcomes, <laughs> this week we're talking about the 2016 election, and I'm sorry. Um, yeah. If you want to uh, deal with a form of disappointment that you have in your own life, go to read-weep.com, join the mailing list, and you'll have an opportunity to sponsor a topic coming up soon. Chris, 
Yeah. <laughs> like you, honey. <laughs> Chris, we'd like to give you a hug. Just, just go home for the day. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's buddy. fine. It's, it's okay. I'm, um, I'm here. I'm a professional. Uh, Chris, I would like you to soldier on and and summarize <laughs> in the style of I don't know Nate Silver. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. So just like a like a tumbleweed moving slowly across the landscape at this With point. With some glasses, I think. Yeah. No, I don't know if you've heard him after the election. He is fiery. Oh, oh. yeah. He is defensive. I I haven't. I, bet he is. I don't think I've ever heard him speak. Actually, I've just oh, seen photos. It's such a disappointment. He is. It like kind of is. He's the smartest person alive by a lot of measures, and uh, is really not that. Uh, telegenic <laughs> and yeah I, I mean I love him on the podcast I think he is like he's not he's not bad to listen to but he's just like just got slightly unfortunate hair you're oh, a genius sure. buddy pay someone who's good at hair you can afford yeah. it yeah wow <laughs> okay so hey guys uh, we've been doing a lot of modeling and statistical projections and I just want to tell you how we got here um, starting in about 2014 <clears throat> we, we started gearing up in the United States for the presidential election and early on on the Democratic side, Hillary, Hillary Clinton was the big front runner uh, on the Democratic side. She had been the first lady uh, from 92 to 2000 for Bill Clinton. She'd been secretary of state. She'd been a state senator for New York. Very, very experienced, very uh, well-versed on policy and an insider. She had the political machine behind her. She faced a, a, a challenge within the primary from Bernie Sanders, who's uh, sort of an outsider, uh, almost a Doc Brown-like character from Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a, like a sentient <clears throat> bridge troll. I mean, yeah. he's an outsider who's been in the Senate for like 62 million years. Like yeah, you can carbon true. date his Senate seat. But he yeah, is exactly. nonetheless on the outside well, of oh, the political fair. Yeah, Caitlin, you yeah, can carbon absolutely. date anything though, Caitlin. Like, That's, hey, that is well, a fact. Not, Just dates are right. different. Not <laughs> organic <laughs> things. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, can, you get, can you just get nothing back from it? You can carbon date yeah. it and we got no answer. Yeah. Oh, sure. So Bernie was Bernie was more liberal, and he energized the young people, and and kind of shifted things a bit more to the left, a little bit more liberal. Uh, but Hillary still won the primary, and she became the the challenger for the Democratic Party. The other major party, the Republican Party, Party of Lincoln, uh, had more of a, a clusterfuck of of candidates. You've got you know a yeah, lot of people. I think that is like, the collective noun for that group of candidates was a clusterfuck. Yeah. I think that is yeah. You had a lot of candidates, uh, but. The most Several ridiculous them thumb. played by like animated weasels, like a Disney villain. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. It did just seem to be like a sniveling noise with paws rubbing together. I think that <laughs> right. was like third down on the ticket. And then was a just right. like, like snivel paw. Really respectable people who never got a word in edgewise. Exactly. But, you know, one of them, one of the candidates on the Republican side was Donald Trump. And everybody thought this was kind of a joke because he's a reality TV star yeah, you guys, you guys and a real estate him. mogul. You remember him yeah. from Home Alone 2? Yeah, lost in New York. Yeah, and he, you know, he loves everything gold plated, and and you know, just kind you know of the a guy pompous, from the Howard but... Stern program. <laughs> yeah, or Celebrity Apprentice. Yeah, or you know, yeah, all, all kinds of things. He has, you know, he's on his third wife. You know that he's, uh, you know, cheated on his other two wives, and and you know, he's kind of. Rape. Yeah. Don't leave out the rape. I'm going to be mentioning that a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely accused many, many times of sexual assault. Oh, by his wife. Documented in their divorce. Sorry. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. So <laughs> he, he seems wife. ridiculous. Nobody's going nobody's gonna to like this guy, right? But he's, uh, he's got a big personality, and he's uh, throwing insults all over the place. And uh, he, he was basically a bully in the, in the primary elections and, and, the, and the standard 
big election, I guess, general election. But, uh, you know, he's appealing to uh, basically white people who are scared that non-white people are coming into the country and taking everything they hold dear. His big slogan was make America great again. Turn back the clock. Make things great for white people again. Sort of. Yeah. Right. Bring back That's all those kind of his whole deal. jobs we were having so much fun with. Yeah, yeah, and oil, yeah. and and all those things. Yeah, and, you may, and if, you, if you're if you trouble picturing him, you may remember him from the 1994 episode of the French Fresh Prince of Bel Air, where he played yeah. himself. <laughs> wow, oh, it's yeah. it's actually like really hurtful as a person who's trying to make it in show business to see just how many credits he has. Well, he's famous for being rich and being like a mogul type guy. You may remember so, him from the nanny. Yeah, I probably won't remember from that. How about yeah, Sin he's City? the people's millionaire. How about Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Huh. Oh, How like about Sabrina. Zoolander? Yeah. Oh, oh, I he forgot Zoolander? about that. Yeah. Yes. Wow. All of these are as himself. He doesn't have a lot of range, it seems like. Sure. But, you know, as time went on, a lot of the other candidates dropped out. They kept losing steam, and he kept building steam, you know, with this sort of fear-based campaign, and he became the Republican candidate. And so it was Hillary versus Donald Trump and and they ran in a general election and Hillary built on her experience and and knowledge and policy and Donald Trump built on fear and aggression and kind of a lot of retrograde conservative movements but you know and and everybody thought going into the the election you know that the scandal of quote unquote scandal of Hillary using a prime private email server and all that was going to be okay you know, fine, she did that, but she's been cleared of wrongdoing. Donald Trump so has many a times, been yeah. cleared of wrongdoing so many so times. So many times in the Benghazi Already thing. a huge Senate hearing. She was already a meme for looking yeah. like a tight badass while she was just like, yawn. Exactly. Then, like Trump's then, Trump's side of the scandals, he had so many scandals, so many things. Everything he was saying was was showing many people and many journalists and experts that he was probably not fit to be president. Um, it, and many, many and Republicans thinking, denounced him. Oh, the guy from the Little Rascals, he's qualified. Yeah. <laughs> Versus former Secretary of State. And right. Just, yeah. That's not a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and the, the polls, every all the projections said, like, Hillary's got this in the bag, you know, that, that Mrs. Clinton would be the first female president. And a lot of people went out and voted and, and felt for her and felt really good. But then we're very surprised on, on election night, which was just last Twist Tuesday. Twist ending. When the polls... Oh, M. Night. Yeah. Is this you? When that, that meter on the New York Times website started ticking over for Trump, and he was winning more battleground states and more states that were toss-ups uh, than we thought. And, it you know, everybody uh, who was pulling for Hillary was very, very surprised. And, you know, by the next morning, uh, it turns out Trump had won the presidency, and it's going to be President Donald J. Trump of the United States of America starting next January. Yeah. I mean, calling uh, a dictator January. president is uh, yeah. He he did win by the rules. I feel like that dictator might be a little bit like hate a lot of hate, but like he a won. lot of dictators win by the rules. You can't. I mean, what are the rules now? Is the question. He's got a lot to prove. He's the thing about dictators is that you're supposed to believe them when they tell you what they're going to do. And it doesn't happen overnight. We keep thinking because the sky didn't fall that like, oh, he's just going to be a normal president. That's not the case. We elected somebody who at his core is an autocrat. It's not a safe move. I I, I agree with all of those things. I just am cautious. I just want to be cautious about language because I think it's imp- I think the important thing is to own that the country voted for him. I think that's important. And so yeah. like, denying that this was like, I mean, I think the Electoral College oh, is sure. a problem. But like, uh, this is an elected person because the country is bad. 
Uh, yeah. And, yes. And if we if we act like he just like this is the thing, it turned out not to be rigged, and that was kind of a bummer. Well, yeah. here's the reason it's important to me, anyway, that Hillary won two million more votes than Donald Trump did. Donald Trump won. Yes. He won by the rules. Hillary conceded that night before the count was even officially on his side. Yes. We know what the rules are. Right. Uh, I think it's important to remember, if in four years the rules aren't the same, that two million more people in the popular vote did not submit to the will of what I think truly could be the first autocrat to rule in a system not well designed to have a leader with absolute power at the helm. Totally right. There's just nothing about his character. I don't think he could define autocrat, so I don't think he knows that's what he is. But I think his behavior indicates that uh, having being the most powerful man in the world is exactly how he's always seen himself, and that's, that's how we describe the American president. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I, it is. I think it's really important to remember that the guy from the 1988 film Fifty Four <sighs> lost by two million votes in the popular vote. I think it's very important. Second place. Fifty Four is also an important movie to remember. It's better than it had to be. <laughs> Wait, was that dance? Wait, what was this movie? I have no idea. Is that the Mike Myers playing the club promoter guy from New York? Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Yeah, Donald Trump as himself. Um, although in the Little Rascals, he played a character like himself, but was not himself. So he has done a little bit. He has a little bit of range. Okay, um, so that's what. But happened yeah, that's so what far. happened, and now uh, everybody in the country and the world has to kind of deal with it. So one of the things we like to do whenever we have. So that's the book. Um, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> so one of the things we do when we have a topic that is just really s- just bonkers um, is we make Ezra explain it to us because he's really good at explaining things even if they're outside of his depth it's a game we call Claire Ezra Explains It All how are you feeling Ez? Let me let me limber up my like I don't know my optimism my like my flexible reality like gland uh oh, it's a see. gland yeah it's a gland i would think it's more <laughs> like a muscle group <laughs> well it can no, i think it's just it, constantly it, it, secreting something into his brain gross. i think that's about right, um, and out right of. well so uh clara we're gonna ask you some questions clara and you're gonna just explain them to us uh to the best of your speed let's or to the speediest of your this. <laughs> um so clara i guess um i'll start out uh, mm-hmm. Why were the projections so wrong? Uh, you know, uh, because numbers aren't people. What? <laughs> That's, yeah, you yeah, know. Totally well agree. done, Clarissa. Ezra, well done. Clarissa, can you explain to me all of the ways that numbers are not people? Mostly the shape. <laughs> what about the size? Again, correct. What about the number eight? Yeah. It seems like a similar shape to most people. What? To mo- well, who are you hanging out with? I am. I'm vaguely eight shaped. I'm ten shaped, baby. <laughs> what? Huh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, get, I mean, if I'm leaning on something, I'm more of a nine. Uh, but like, mostly, just my lower half is bigger than my top part, and it's vaguely they're pretty round. That's what an eight looks like to you. I feel like eights are pretty. My eight, eights I mean, are it pretty. It looks like a snowman, and a snowman looks like what? A man. That's how it works. Made out of what snow. is a snowman if not a man? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Uh, a, sno- a snowman looks like three balls with a face on it. And what is it? Well, like a per- you know that you're not. It is three balls with a face on that's it, though, it right? Like a that is ball, what it two is. Two little balls and a face. Also, Alex, if you ever fall over the side, people will say like, "Oh man, that's definitely the infinity symbol." Because if not, then you're not an eight. Yeah. Um. All right. Fine. I'm a small eight. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a svelte eight. 
Svelte. You know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna yell at you. You're not an eight. Baby, be an eight if you want to be. Yeah, Make man. Stars. Thank you, New World. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Clara, uh, another question for you. Yeah. What happened in Wisconsin? Uh, I mean, here's the thing. I don't actually know because once like other things were going badly, I kind of stopped watching. Um, oh. So let's let me just say. Uh, oh, I couldn't. I you was couldn't stop to, watching. I, was, I wound up. I had a show that night. Usually at ten, happened to be at eight. So we wound up just doing an election watch, like riffing through the election watch, which was really fiddling as Rome burned. Like it yeah. was the the most uh, personified moment of like just playing real hard as the ship sank uh, and the city burned. Uh, I don't think those are even mixed analogies. I'm going to say we did both. <laughs> we both sank and burned. <laughs> it was a burning flame. Or was okay, a sinking flame. Anyway, Ez, what did, actually, where did you watch the election? Did uh, you stay at home? Uh, yeah, I was, I was at home. I mean, a little bit like, a, um, yeah, it was, it was mostly home. Okay, I, I know what happened in Wisconsin. Can, can I, uh, can we, before we do on that, I just want to dwell on this thing that Caitlin said for a second because I... <laughs> There were a lot of people this year, more than other years, I think, that went to election parties. Yeah. And, a, yeah. and I don't think there's anything sadder than a party that becomes awake halfway through. People right. who think they're celebrating something and then it becomes like, because I, and I had to leave. I was, I was hosting, I was like uh, a, a guest and, and occasional host of this party that a local Alt Weekly threw at a music venue and it was packed and they had so much fun stuff. They had a balloon drop ready and it was just... <laughs> I heard that uh, I heard that AJ Plus in San Francisco had a mariachi band queued to play that were just paid, and they were like, "We can't, man. We can't like, yeah, we're not going to do this." And yeah. Yeah. they got paid, and then they didn't. And it's, yeah, it, and it's it so it's so their so fault, sad. is what you're saying, right? Like it was everyone who had these preeminent, like 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 there was like just betting so hard on on the mariachis and the balloon drops, they jinxed it, is what you're saying. That's that's, that's what, what you're saying. You're Claire well, I'm not making that's what I you're saying. We can I. I, I I assume I'm. I think we. I know how we all voted here. There's a certain amount of hubris, hubris and like insular yeah. insularity uh, that we've uh, all gotten lost in the fog of. I know that I have literally grown fat and happy in the last eight years. And there's something I just well, missed. Congrats on being happy. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Uh, and I don't even mind the fat part. Honestly, yeah, I'm just a cushion. Too. I'm just a nice warm cushion. Yeah. Uh, it's. I, but yeah, it's just very easy to assume that the way, you know. We got it good. It's always going to be good. And it's easy to miss that a lot of people don't have a good eight years. They grew uh, lean and fierce. And I can't, you know, okay. That's I, a, I missed that. I, I yeah, missed man. it. That's a really Some good way to say it. And and we, that wasn't us. I immediately, I, like, I, I definitely want to make sure we are. <laughs> there's a few things that we're not including in this show, uh, in our panel. And we're not representing very well. And one of them is the flyover states. This is a... This is a bubble tastic show that we are doing yeah. right now. I wonder why yeah. some people in the flyover states might feel neglected. Yeah, oh, I know. absolutely. I know. That was a joke. But like, yeah, so we are this is a we are in Brooklyn, LA, San Francisco and Portland. This is the bubble. This I will I I will uh, let the steam out of my body and it's in this far in the show no no person who uh needs to hear this is still listening. I've made them so mad already that they are gone. <laughs> But I, I, I don't fly over those states. I go to them all the time. Totally. I love the people that are there and the culture that is there. And it is so much fun to go hang out in like little towns outside of Chicago. I don't live there. I bet there are bleak stories. But I came from Napa. That's one of the best tourist destinations in the world. And I can tell you how it's a shithole. Like yeah. everywhere rules and sucks at the same time. Middle of the country is the best. And all of those people, even the ones 
I mean, a Trump vote is a very troubling thing for me, but I still love and would fight for all those people. And I have marched twice since the election and it's for them. I didn't march about George W. I'm a privileged white woman. I am a patient progressive. That patience equals privilege. I believe that we've been moving in the right direction for a long time. And the more enshrined by institutions we can make social change, the safer we all are. But it takes time and people get eaten up in the gears in that time. Yeah. And I'm not usually one of those people. So that's a very comfortable position for me to be in. But I didn't march about George W. He was against my political philosophies, but I still think thought our country, I didn't think he was out to take over. I it didn't have the same sense of danger and impending fear. And I feel it for the flyovers. I'm not just marching for LA. Like LA is LA. It's going to be, a, you know, either shaken to its core and all fall down or fall into the ocean eventually anyway. We're going to fuck ourselves over here. But like... I don't think this guy that got voted in is going to protect anyone, including them. I said it before the show, I'll sit down and fight for anybody. Uh, you know, I'll work with anybody. People can be moved and changed and lives get, you know, uprooted every day in wonderful ways. I don't think that happens for fascists. I'm not out for it, man. This guy's, I want it on record everywhere I can in the recent future. <laughs> I'm worried about this fascist dude that we just asked to take over, and I'm worried for all those people. I love you, too. If you voted for him, cool. If you think I'm weird for being a lesbian, cool. I don't care. We're, you probably don't want to drag me behind a truck, so we're going to be okay. But this guy wants to drag us all behind a truck, all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. that got that nope. derailed into something more paranoid and fearful. But last tiny rant, paranoid fear is happening to a lot of people right now. It's been interesting over the last couple of days talking to friends. There's this like, like if you look at my Google search history, it is full of like puppies and also like canning uh, victory gardens, <laughs> safe storage of water. Like I, I have a very palpable fear. I don't know if that's rational, but I think it's more rational now than it's been, you know, in modern history can, in this country. Can you tell me, can you share with us something you've learned about the safe storage of water? Uh, you know, clean jugs, just getting the kind of plastic that I... doesn't like leach. Oh, okay. And glass is good, but glass breaks, so that is also kind of dangerous. It's super but heavy. It is very heavy, but it depends on where, if you're planning on rooting down or traveling. Right, right. Glass is also right. dangerous if there are anarchists, because they hate glass. That's their main political yeah, philosophy. Yeah, they're not into it. They <laughs> yeah, it's glass <laughs> warfare, I think, right? <laughs> Oh, Chris, come from behind. Chris, how did you watch the election? You were, you were, are you, were you working? Most you no, were no. Day, I right? mean, like I had a full work day. I, I woke up and voted and was feeling super happy. It was like right, you know, good York, weather here. Remember? You remember? Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, just like you know, Tanya and I woke up early went to our local <clears throat> polling place at a middle school in our neighborhood you know just felt like you know giving everybody high fives like just like you know voting for hillary everybody's everybody's happy she's gonna win she's gonna win she's gonna win you know go through the work day get home you know i was like hey you know let's not watch this stressful thing she's got this in the bag no matter what happens it's gonna be fine let's just watch westworld let's just hang out watch some <laughs> westworld and meanwhile tanya uh, you know is increasingly checking her twitter and starts to be hyperventilating yeah. and you know we start you know talking about okay what's going to happen you know like oh okay so florida that turned red on the map okay okay that's fine you know he's going to get florida there's so many other states and so many other you know polls need to close and all that it's all going to be fine and then you know it got to the point where you know we were just increasingly stressed out and you know both like in a in a state and tried to sleep, woke up in the middle of the night, you know, both of us anxious and, you know, it was just, it was a terrible night. And, you know, the next morning in New York was like, 
it was like a citywide funeral basically yeah. yeah i mean it was the quietest subway trains i've ever been on you know i i tried to just you know smile to everybody especially i have noticed that there's a lot of like reassuring eye contact reassuring i've had some of my contact. most polite trips to the grocery store yeah in yeah. the last couple of days I, yeah. also a lot of really yeah the the sense of like so the, okay, so the one advantage to being in a bubble is the sense of community. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So like the whole city was so bummed all week, and like like I, when I went, I went to a diner the next morning, and the waitress was just like, she we came in and she was like, hey honey, let me get you some gravy. She was just like so, she's like, we all yeah. need this. This is why we're here. Let's yeah. eat. Like and just having having people be like like we're banding together. This is going to be tough, but like and especially over gravy. And it, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> the, the gravy sauce. made me feel so much better. <laughs> and yeah. I've never said that about gravy before. <laughs> it I felt great after I ate a huge thing of, of vegetarian gravy. Oh, yeah. Portland. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's it's all it. I think collectively, the bubbles are still processing. We're still figuring out what to think. But yeah. you know, uh, it's it's really scary when you have somebody who says they're going to deport three million immigrants as the first thing they do or that they're rolling back women's rights or rolling you know you know rolling back uh uh rights for black people and and for minorities to be able to like vote and do things and and defunding planned parenthood and you know rolling back rights for for gay marriage and and all these other things it's just it's scary as hell yeah and i i don't you know, I know we try to joke about this stuff, but yeah, I think we're all still figuring out how scared we are and, and what's going on, you know? The frustrating thing to me, you know, the only way I, 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 I'm, I have too much anger, like, you know, I'm not saying like, I'm, I, I, I'd punch you in the face, Trump voter. I, I've never punched anyone, literally. I don't know how to close my fist right to do it. I'm not. <sighs> Probably like, would go badly for you. I, I have this thing, I see so much of the, like, not every Trump voter is racist. Okay, fine. But you lack any shred of empathy. Yep. Just, you know, it, one tweet, and I forget who tweeted it, but I retweeted it. So look at Robot Caitlin, find it, and retweet it again was one of the, and I know memes are killing us right now, but, you know, they sometimes, they summarize things neatly, where it's just an undecided white voter, like, gosh, you know, I just don't know who was worse, Trump or Hillary. And then, you know, women, oh, it's Trump. Black people. Oh, it's Trump. Everyone who isn't a white guy. It's definitely Trump. Undecided white voter. Yeah, you know, I just don't, I can't decide who's worse. I just don't know who it is. Like, I, there's this yeah. numbness where if it's not going to be your rights, you don't care. But that is so un-American to me on the most fundamental levels that I, yeah. I don't, I, I don't I, understand. So, I mean, this is, I know this is not super popular right now, but I am trying really hard to understand the middle and what ha- like people who disagree about this because I think one of, you know a, a good friend of mine was telling me about talking to his mom on election day and his mom is very religious and she was like look I'm just tired of people saying that I'm an idiot because I don't believe in evolution and that's hard for me because I do feel like that's a dumb position but yeah. that is not and I but I also don't think that anyone is helped by calling people idiots and making people feel like idiots when you disagree with them and so I like I I. I empathize with her for that. If you feel like co- culture is constantly calling you an idiot when they disagree with you, that's not going to make you care about things they want. And so I don't feel like we're doing a good job of connecting with people who uh, lost, like I like specifically, so we, like the Midwest was the big problem, right? W- uh, where all the votes disappeared for for the left. And I feel like the, oh, the left did a very bad job. 300,000 people not allowed to vote? 
so, Wisconsin? So is that what you totally mean? an issue. Totally an issue. But also, there are a lot of people who voted for Obama who then have lost their fa- their factory jobs in the last eight years that the left did not reach out to. And I think we're doing a really bad job of understanding people who lost their jobs and don't have racial resentment and could be like there are people who in the That's middle the root of could, what be, yes. could be talked it's, to. And I think that, calling them an idiot is not helping. And so I'm trying no, really hard to understand that. It's a la- it is a lack of empathy. If that doesn't happen to you, if you're not subject to the bra- you either are racist and are happy about one Trump's saying, or you're not racist, but what he's saying that is racist doesn't affect you. And that what he's saying that isn't racist is literally, uh, I would be, I think the quote is, and I'm not going to try to pull it up. It really is like, I would be the best job creating president God ever made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he is trying to go directly to the good Christian heart of the people you're talking about who don't want to be called fools for not believing in evolution. And this man's telling them, I'm going to bring those jobs back. Yeah. That is a vicious lie. It's that definitely is not, a lie. It is patently false. Yes. Those jobs do not exist. We're not going to be that rolling in manufacturing real... jobs in four years. We're not. Our so economy he... is not going to switch over to a factory-based economy. No. Okay. We're not going to have okay. state-covered okay. orphans shoveling coal in factories no. in four years. I have been one of those arrogant liberals that's like, yeah, evolution is real and creationism is a a nice, fancy idea and don't teach it to anyone and you're kind of dumb for thinking it. But I have never lied to anyone using their faith, saying I can change their life for the better. I agree. That is fucked up shit. I agree. That's cruel. So, you know, yeah, I've been a bitch. I'm a liberal elite. I am the one of the worst. (laughs) I am really, if you hate those, I am the worst of those. This might not have been about you. No, what you're I, right. What I said was not about you, uh, and you're not a bitch. You but are I do very it. funny, uh, and I do it. People. But I, I, I just mean like I think we could be all of the. We can, we can instead of instead of saying, "Hey, that guy's lying to you about jobs." Here's what our plan is for you because when you lost your job, it was like, "Man, that guy's a racist. You're a racist if you like him." And the first part of that is probably true. The second part is not necessarily true. And yes. we didn't talk about jobs. We talked about the racism and people care about their jobs. And I just feel like that's a that's a problem. And that's our those are just it people is on racist, the right. Man. It's why it the is left racist. didn't show up. And that's what it's, happened in Wisconsin. It that is racist. You don't get to stand next to your racist friend being shitty to someone of a different race and still be their friend and not do anything about it. That's racist. We need, you know what? The conversation about consent in this country has been changing in an interesting way, and we're starting to understand the rape isn't just some dude holding a stranger down in an alley. That it's a gradient. That it's huge, and we've all been on one side or another confused about that conversation. And race is not the same, but there is an analogy to this growing conversation and what racism actually is. And yeah, voting for the racist guy is racist. It doesn't mean that you push someone down or that you never hired a black person or that you don't have black friends. But yeah, voting for the racist is a racist thing to do. I don't want to let anybody squirm out of that. And I care, I know that it makes people uncomfortable, but that level of self-examination isn't dangerous. It's really rewarding. Look at it. You know, know that that's something that happened. I've done racist shit. You learn. You find a way in yourself to move forward. That was racist. Trump voters did a racist thing. I, I can't. I, I, well, I know people disagree, but that's the way I feel about it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I can't be on board with that. But I also think that there's a missing. You're a white dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's certainly true. But you no. gotta listen. People of other races are telling you that. You have to believe them. You I, gotta believe them. Because otherwise, you're standing next to a racist friend, and you don't care that they just did something racist. It's. I know. I know. You, I'm not trying. To, I might not change your opinion, but. That shit's racist, man. I I think that there is there are, that 
that it's a I'm a problem. dangerous guest this week. I think, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I just think we have to learn how to talk to people who we disagree with and that what 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 happened in Wisconsin was not a surge of people voting for Trump. He lost to Romney across the board. He did much worse than than a guy who helps baptize victims of the Holocaust like posthumously. <laughs> like that guy did better in, uh, across the board than than this guy. He did not do well. It's that the left didn't show up. And those aren't racists. Those are people who had jobs and were not excited by the left's platform right now because the, oh, it didn't yeah. seem like it cared about them. And that's like my main like that's what I'm really frustrated totally. about is not talking to them. Yeah. And I think like, you know, for me a lot of the surprise of Tuesday night was that I thought America was one kind of place um, because I'm in a bubble maybe, but you know, all the polls were really affirming that. And it was, uh, you know, I thought, okay, reason will prevail, you know, reason and empathy and, and people realizing that this guy's is a total clown are, are is going to prevail and that's going to be fine. And then I woke up in the morning and was surprised to learn that America isn't that kind of place it's a different kind of place. So that's how I felt the night before. But when I when you look at the numbers, the thing is, it isn't a different America than you recognize, because the people did not come out and vote for the clown. It, like it, it, it was a very low turnout for him. I mean, he finished yeah. in second place. Like, yeah, and and worse than people. It it was the five million people who voted for Obama and did not vote for did not vote in the presidential election this time. We did not vote yeah. for Clinton. Those people are the people who I feel confused about, but it's not like there was not a huge surge really not Jill in Jill Stein voters? Because that's pretty confusing. She's a crystal with a wig on. No Get, kidding. <laughs> but, I but believe in third-party those... candidates. Let's talk about Nader, one of the most brilliant human beings who's walked the face of the earth. Worthy vote. But this one? Guys, guys, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And it, but there wasn't a, I mean there wasn't a huge number of Stein voters that made it wrong. There were just people who were It was not- enough in key swing states and it would have made the difference. A lot of things would have made the difference. And pointing to one group doesn't make any sense when I can say honestly the group that fucked up the most for everybody is white women. We did it. It's totally us. It was us. It was us in every demographic and every age group. White women voted majority Trump. Millennials, everybody else, majority Trump. This is ours. This is our bad. We never expected the dudes to do it for us. They weren't gonna. But white women, man, so scared and so resentful and so bitter, I'm mad at them. Someday I'll find more compassion, but not today. Today I literally have to be afraid for my rights and kind of my life because I go to these places. <laughs> One kid's already been killed. Yeah. Kid got beaten up in his high school, like, to death. You know, yeah. for not being from around here. There's this emboldened sense uh, among people who every time I go to a red state and tell jokes about being a big old queer and make people laugh, there's one guy in there who really wishes he could say some shit. And his president just told him he can. I mean, I like one thing that I do think matters is you doing that. Is you playing outside the bubble? Oh, I totally have and to. I, I'm going to go do all I, that. Like, My life just changed pretty dramatically. I have a brand new job. And it's because I'm in a good position to do it. It's sort of what I've been doing anyway. But it's a lot easier when the world's more on your side. But, man, it's uh, if it's gonna, it's heavy lifting. I'm scared. I'm getting a puppy so that I'm not afraid of people in airports. It's That's the real... I want to travel with a dog so I focus on what it needs instead of like glancing over my shoulder all the time. I get called out of a lineup. I have gotten slurs in the street in Obama's America for having a weird short girl haircut. 
Yeah. Or walking with I my mean, girlfriend. That's the other thing that I really want, like that I, I, I feel is important to remember is that it, it the, this is not a drastically different electorate than it was last week. We like this is these are the same people. It's 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 emboldening the minority, and that's what's terrifying. But it's not yeah. like Chris. It's not like you're America. Like the the world has changed while you're in a bubble. It's that uh, a minority of people now get to feel like they're the majority, and that's what's. But but they're not, and we have to make sure they remember that. <laughs> this is not how the yeah majority no, of the and and I I wasn't gonna I wasn't trying to say that it, it's a different America. No, I, no, it's just different than what I was expecting, and different what than what everybody was saying. You know, I I, just, I, mean, I think we I don't know if the, we know what America we're in yet. Yeah, yeah. the fair? different part is that this guy's a different kind of wild card, and you know I fear the worst that he doesn't understand what executive leadership in a democratic republic technically is. And I, I'm concerned that his personality and his inclination is to be something much closer to a dictator. <laughs> I mean, and I think that's, that's, a real, that's a real legit fear. I kind of think we have a deeply inefficient system, though. That's all on one that's, side that's right now. True. The whole yeah, thing's but, painted fucking red. Yeah, but it's not the same red, I guess, is what I'm, what I'm trying to say. Right, um, like, like you yeah. can't say that like everyone's like like that. This is like everyone's like very much chill with. Uh, I think we're gonna end up with some super weird alliances, I guess, as a result. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't think Trump's view is the same view as like every this traditional. This is not a Republican. dude who encourages, uh, you know, uh, diplomatic dissent. This is not a guy who's bringing together a cabinet of, you know, this is not. No, but he's also not a guy who's ever really accomplished anything. Like, this is a guy who doesn't know how to build groups of people to, uh, who agree with it. He's not, he can't... He still has enormous towers all over the country. Like, other people no, pick other up the pe- slack. Yeah, other people pay for towers and put his name on it. Yeah, well, Pence is the guy picking up his slack. I mean, that... I, well, Trump doesn't even want to live in the White House. Pence is going to be there 24-7. Across the board, Pence is a thousand times scarier. Pence and is the our president. Yes. Like, he's doing the president job of president while Bush is, uh, or excuse me, <laughs> yeah. while Trump is out there establishing really dangerous, scary rhetoric and probably some weird rules about executive power. Obama already, because our country trusted him in a different way, or at least the bubbles did, already got some pretty broad sweeping executive powers that could be really dangerous if people yeah. used them inappropriately. And we trusted him with them and they still exist. Mm-hmm. The listening in, the, you know, the, like yeah. literal death panels with machines from the sky <laughs> that pick people off. I'm not sure I trust this guy with that stuff. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, no, everything's it's, great. Remember when I said I was going to be funny? I'm sorry. It's just, <laughs> it's just scary to think, especially with that kind of thing, that the guy from the 1996 Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> film, Eddie, is going to have control. <laughs> I will say, you know, he has a short attention span, and he's very uh, easily swayed by the winds of the populace. I don't know, man. This could turn into some weird, like, dystopian bacchanalia, where the entire country's a casino. This could turn into a giant fuck party. This could turn into so many things. Can we we play a a, a game called uh, Blind Optimism? Yeah, I like it. I'm into that. That's definitely something we're going to do a version of later. Uh, But we have to do the ad first, and also... I kind of want to see the 1996 film Eddie starring Whoopi Goldberg. You know, it was all right, but it wasn't like it was all right. I mean, I just she's holding a basketball. She looks great. She did. She did coach basketball. Yeah, looks great. That happened. (laughs) 
Welcome back to Adventures in Meatburg, where we profile the exciting lives of Meat Buddies, the wonderful and generous listeners who donate to the show. You too can support the podcast and have your name used in one of these not usually flattering ads by donating to read-weep.com slash meatbuddies. Hey, Mayor Meatbot, you look kind of glum. What's going on? I am glum, old-timey prospector. I am. What happened? I can't think of a single event that we, in our non-real-world setting, would be affected by. Well, you know how it was election season here in Meatburg. Um, no? It was, and I just lost my re-election bid. I am no longer the mayor of Meatburg. Gasp! How could it happen? Also, why did you never say anything? I think a lot of us might have voted for you if we'd known there was an election happening. That is very kind. I did not try very hard because my only opponent was a snake dressed like a clown, and I just figured there was no way a clown snake could win in this day and age. Oh, we have a snake as our mayor? That's so scary. A clown snake. Super double scary. I believe he is about to speak. Let me turn up the volume on my speaker. Well, huh. I gotta say, I'm just as surprised as all you, but you know. Uh, now that I'm here, I'm going to do some seriously evil snake shit. Uh, as for my policies, I'm still mostly figuring those out. But my first act as mayor is to outlaw lunch. Then I will ban all Mongolians from the country. Also, I'm changing the weights and measures in this country. So from now on, a bowl includes any food items around the bowl and on the plate underneath, and you can't charge extra for it. Excuse me, excuse me, my mayor electric clown snake. Did you get caught trying to overstuff your bowl at Mongolian Grill and charge an extra for it? Lies, lies. I will sue you. Uh, turn that thing off. Yeah, that, that S thing sure is going to get old real fast. Psst, I'm talking like this forever. Psst. Turn it off. <sighs> Good. Uh, but Meatbot, how could a clown snake... Oh, sorry, I'm doing it too. How could a clown snake win a mayoral race in a city as progressive and cool and totally not full of snakes as Meatburg? Do I just live in a meat bubble? Well, a couple of things. One, you do live in a meat bubble. Two, I did not think he could win, so I did not bother to campaign against him, like I said. And three, we still use this old system where empty farms get to vote and their vote counts more than people. Why would we do such a thing? Same reason for most old laws around here. Racism and a lack of foresight. Dear government, I'm so depressed about Mayor Clown Snake. What will I ever be able to do? Oh, hello, newest meat bunny, Treasure Samuel. Hi. What do we do, Treasure? The election of Mayor Clown Snake is bumming us all out. Maybe you can help. Uh, in the long run, there's a lot of work to do to make Meatburg a better place to live. But right now, there's not much we can do. We should start with a morale boost. But nothing could pull me out of the luscious misery I am currently living in. Not even... animal facts? I doubt it, but we'll hear you out. Every year, the Peruvian town of Turin holds a guinea pig festival, including an elaborate costume competition. Wait, what? Guinea pigs in costumes? I need to bing that right away. Whoa! I'm changed forever! That is amazing indeed. What else do you know, Treasure? Wombat poop is cube-shaped. It doesn't roll away. (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? I do not know if this is helping or not, but I do not want it to stop. Please, more facts. Butterflies taste with their feet. No! Baby dolphins have spines on the sides of their tongue. The spines zip up to make a straw so that they can drink their mother's milk without getting salt water in it. 
a little gross, but amazing. My f- strength to fight Mayor Clown Snake is returning. Owls don't have eyeballs. They have eye tubes. Okay, that one's getting kind of weird, but I think I still like it. The Bonehouse Wasp stuffs the wall of its nest with dead ants. Jesus. Wait, what? What's happening to me? Sometimes seagulls attack and eat right whales. Uh, a treasure? I don't I don't like where this is going. I don't want to say, but it's just happening. 90% of koalas have chlamydia and can transmit it to humans. What are you doing? Ah, I'm so sorry. Even while I'm reciting my endless knowledge of fascinating animal facts, I've succumbed to the misery of clown snake. That's okay, treasure. Even your superpower is no match for him. Do not give up. You can do it. Yeah, just keep trying, maybe. I, 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 hippos are cannibals! No, they look like giant hairless corgis, don't tell me that! Sorry, sorry, I'm trying. Okay, there's a, there's, there's a parasite called Chymotha exigua that eats a fish's tongue and then lives on the stump pretending to be the tongue. I give up. I am unplugging myself. Wait, mm-hmm. wait, I got it. Red pandas use their bushy tails as cozy blankets in the winter. Oh, oh, oh thank God, oh, you found one more. Yes. Oh, wow. You, I mean, I guess your power can be wielded for good or evil, but I think it was mostly helpful. Oh, whew, that was a relief. Go to read-weep.com slash meetbuddies and donate today. A small donation keeps our show floating down the tracks and supports dumb art during difficult times. Oh, do you want to hear about war pigs? Probably not. Elephants were used during ancient wars, and according to legend, armies would defend themselves by getting a group of pigs and having them run around toward the war elephants because elephants were afraid of the squealing. The pigs win battles without any bloodshed, just being their cute little selves. Aw, that is pretty cute, actually. Thanks, Treasure. Yeah, that's a great fact. Sometimes they light the pigs on fire so they squeal more. God darn it! Treasure! <laughs> me buddies, 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 me buddies. I liked, I liked some of those facts. Some of those I didn't like. Koalas really do give people chlamydia, you guys. Yeah, they do it more I know. often than you'd think. Yeah, like, well, I, yeah. I would think not at all. Yeah, exactly. That's how much I thought, and then it turns out, whew. I've touched a koala, and I'm clean. Mm. So you say. Yeah. Did, yeah. Have you gotten checked? Have you gotten checked for koala chlamydia? Koala. Koala yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's in the basic battery test they do when you move to Brooklyn. So, oh, yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you had to go to uh, koala parenthood or planned yeah, parenthood. Yeah, right. Like the shitty dudes living in Brooklyn are covered in gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, you guys. So now it's time for a lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus. Lightning bonus round. We're going to play a couple of our normal quick games, but we're going to do it as applied to a thing that is not fiction, and we'll see how that goes. Um, so the first one is... Uh, wait, wait. Side note, Alex. Has anyone seen Ashton Kutcher lately? Lately? No. Yeah. Because <laughs> do we know... For, like a round? Well, yeah. Because do we know for certain that we are not being punked? Um, so Ashton... Let's see. Ashton Kutcher recent photos... Because, um, like, he could just be waiting to pop out, like, in oh, January. Shit, look at that beard. Yeah, I feel like we are all getting punked. Okay, great. He grew a really ugly beard. Well, That's a good like... best-case scenario. I'll keep my fingers crossed for that. <laughs> I don't know. Ashton you have not Kutcher, with an ugly yet. beard, <laughs> it's not as good. It's not as hopeful. It's still a bad future. It's still scary. Does the beard want to roll back my right to get married? I mean, you should look I at it. I think the beard is pretty indifferent about most things except maybe, you know, beard bomb. Is the beard not concerned about police violence? Um, I don't know if this beard. is helping or hurting you guys, but Milan Kunis and Ashton Kutcher uh, named their baby boy and are prepared for his birth. Aww. Any time now, their son is coming. I like Mila. Good luck, you two. Yeah. yeah crazy kids. You just man, might make hope, it work. Man, if that kid comes out and sees that beard, ugh, 
you're in trouble. Shave it up, Ashton. Make it look professional. All right. Um, so what are the games we're going to play? It's kind of actually along those lines, Ezra. Um, Great. This, this is a game we play sometimes called Bad Fan Theories, where we come up <laughs> with uh, just really bad, elaborate theories of where this is all going. Um, and in this case, we're going to go... Like It's sort of like best case scenario, I guess, is like, what if... You know, like, what if... Um, you know, what if he's a, a sex robot from the Westworld, and then it turns out we can just turn him off? That'd be fun, right? We could just wipe his memory and start over, put him in a new storyline, reuse him as a, a just a farmer's dad. I think that might be what happens. You know, he doesn't sleep more than four hours a night ever. Like, at this point, he spent years hmm. in a waking yeah, dream. Yeah, his sleep dad is, must be huge, God. right? Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's amazing that you he know, just... Wait, you know how we're going to balance that sleep debt, though? Tax cuts the rich. <laughs> we're fine. Well, the fucked up thing is that the sleep debt is almost entirely to China. So mm. China's been taking his sleep for years. We're going to have a very sleepy war with China about it. <laughs> that's, a, that's cuter than most wars You mean like a pillow have. fight? Ah, uh, I like it. With some pandas? Yeah. Oh man! A oh, panda I liked our odds fight. until you said panda. Yeah, they'd, I think they'd be good at it. No, they, we'll get some more pigs. They cool. <laughs> also, just by the numbers, that's like three on one. You know, that's a lot of pillows coming at you. Yeah. I think Americans Wait, are indulgent mean, enough to have body pandas? pillows. You think all three pandas against? I'm saying us? a billion people. You know, versus oh, it's one million, third yeah. of a billion people. Oh, I yeah. thought you were saying that each panda could have three pillows that it would hold. Which no, there are only sense. like ten pandas, that's so that doesn't matter either. If you said it's three on that's one, it's like pillows. Donald Trump against three pandas because that's all there are left. Right? Yeah. Ooh. Exactly. No, I thought I thought this was a full on like populist versus populist pillow fight. That's how I pictured oh, it. Oh God, yeah, that would I. You know, you think that pillow fight is going to be about strategy, but it's really just a numbers game. China really? could also just cleverly turn off the supply of new pillows to the U.S. for a month in advance. <laughs> Dang! I like it. the idea of there being like a pillow like spigot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the pillow spigot. It is a huge spigot. Oh no, yeah. the pipeline where pillows are just like floop. <laughs> <laughs> we got a leak. It's just little throw pillows. Is <laughs> <laughs> this like there's like one that's like like embroidered says like bless this mess. <laughs> And the way they oh, clean it up is fun, just by guys. pouring this oil all over it. <laughs> Less fun. Less fun, Alex. That was... <laughs> Sorry. All right, I like that I'm getting now. mad. 25 minutes of this podcast is a panicked woman yelling in a corner. That's you like, like a, you've captured a moment, certainly. <laughs> yeah, well, I, my best, all right, so best case scenario, we listen to this podcast in one year and we're all happy, fine, millionaires. We all have sandwiches. I don't know how it happened, but but that's great. Pillows. Right, I, just like, you know what? I My fingers are crossed for that, too. Koalas, yeah. all clean. All the koalas. All the koalas no longer have they chlamydia. Got treatment. Yeah. Oh, let's not they live got... in a dream world, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we give them better access to, to medicines and, and birth control. Koalbamacare? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um... What is another like? So that's a pre- right, maybe that's the only one. Uh, that's our bad fan theory. That's what's going to happen. Pil- pillow <laughs> that's fight the one. Like, we're going all round. in on pillow fight and koalas. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, so lightning bonus round. Uh, so this is a game Chris suggested that I think is really interesting. We've never played it before, but I like it. Uh, it's called Trojan Horse, and the way this works is uh, we're gonna let's let's come up with laws that he would have to sign based on his personal weaknesses, but we would actually like. So, how would, so an example yeah. would be like comprehensive climate change legislation, but we wrote it in 24-karat gold pen, yes. and he has a huge boner for right. gold, so he'd sign right, it no right, matter right. what. Right, or, yeah, yeah, totally. Or we were like, as the, the climate cooled again, his towers are the only ones that get heaters. 
So Obamacare like, covers uh, hair restoration treatments. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yes. And also hand in bigginning. Not a word. It's, per- it's a perfectly cromulent word. Actually, <laughs> man, I don't know. It's probably too late to admit this. Or, and I'm, I'm not just kissing up because he's our president. But I, in all the pictures, it looks like his hands are normal sized. And I, I've, I've known that the whole time. And I've never said anything because I wanted to annoy him. But like... I just feel like I have to come clean and now. And you did, Alex. You really did. I, you really felt I, I that one. I think I did, but like, they seem like they might be normal size. I love, th- like, th- so I guess what I'm wondering is like, is everybody else lying about that to piss him off? Or do you do other people see smaller hands than I see? I think they know he's easily rankled, which is fun. Okay. so That's what I thought, like... but at some point it had gone oh, so but far. But I try so hard not to do it because there are real things that you can tear. Like, it's so easy to make fun of him on every level, but he is the guy who's like... Well, you can't have a job on TV if you're fat, and that affects me personally. So I just feel like there are ways to, like, you know, look, he's got weird hair, a strange melty face, and in my opinion, small hands. But I don't don't think that's the most interesting thing to make fun of him about. The hair is... Because I have have giant hips that make it look like I could spread my legs on a farm and four kids would squirt out. I have, like, A cups that essentially dip into my body. I have a bra that makes it look like there are breasts there. It looks like I'm suffering from... I look like a pink ribbon on top. I have (laughs) arms that never stop waving when I do and the formation of chins as if it's like a slow glacier like moving forward from the bottom of my neck to the top I know that if somebody could easily tear me down based on my own physical flaws so I, <laughs> I don't, don't think, I, don't I, don't think I think fast. you just yeah, I feel like you, pretty, by addressing yeah. all your flaws those really well Honestly, yeah. I was pretty proud with that flow. I, I don't, yeah. <laughs> if if that was look, if that was organic in the moment, then like really, I feel like I would just we just need a pause. Do you break think right I'm now. reading that off a post-it on my desk? Yeah, that was all. I just that's. You've got you very detailed post-it notes. Do you think she's that, that was the first really time she's specific. ever thought about her own body, Ezra? I'm a woman who had a subscription of 17 at 13. This is shit that I've been just rattling around in my brain since there was a full-length mirror in my house. Yeah, so it was off the cuff. That's the internal like of, a lifetime of, of, yeah, of anyone. Yeah, I've had a lot of years to get ready for that one. Well, I guess my my internal monologue isn't nearly so articulate, I guess is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's what makes her that's why she's a great writer. It's a torture. I live in a prison. I can never escape. <laughs> I mean, like there are a lot of angry people and the reason why we immediately asked Caitlin to be on this show is because of because she is angry and her flow is very articulate. That's yeah, actually the last half of your show after I alienate a third of your listeners. No, I am no, very funny. Just a, flop the order around. That, <laughs> that was what we were here I've, to try, and it was raw, and it was great. Um, I appreciate you having me on, and I know that my life is about to change. I do think it's important for, uh, and it's weird to be, that is, a, I'm, I'm not playing a game, and if we are, I apologize that I have led the ship in a weird water, no. but I just, uh, <laughs> I know my life's going to be very different. It was during the Bush years. I did not take that well, but this is different. <laughs> Uh, and I'm excited to do some hard work. And I think I've been genuinely uh, impressed by millennials, by who they are as people, by how creative a force they are, about what they're interested in. I think there's, you know, a lot of bad eggs in every generation, but I am inspired by millennials. And I think that uh, there's a lot of people waking up to some cool stuff to do. And I hope that I can keep a little positivity, you know, moving forward that I have a really good very hard, kind of dangerous job, but I have a real job to do. And that's exciting. I, yeah. I am not... And even if you don't agree with me, I love you and I would do it for you. I, I believe that freedom is under threat and I believe in your freedom. I don't want it to feel like I'm always finding reasons to disagree with what you're saying, but I'm just not convinced about millennials. <laughs> that's fair. I have... I, I understand that. 
I have just let certain influences in and been really impressed by, um, I don't know. I am very impressed that most millennials don't have a sexual I- or gender identity. Like, you know, kids coming up are just not as interested uh, in really rigid structures. <laughs> no, I think they got an open idea about what they can do. The world yeah. is, like, smaller and faster for, like, I'm 35. I'm technically the oldest millennial. That's why I call myself grandma all the time. Right. 81 is the cutoff year. But I think the youngest ones just have a really fluid, rapid view of the world that maybe is, you know, important right now. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I, I was, I, I was actually, I, 100% kidding, just for the record. I really okay, actually yeah. love that, Caitlin, though, because, like, I kind of like the idea that, I mean, so, an easier way, right, election had gone the way we wanted to, uh, you know, we kind of would have not necessarily had to do as much after this, but yeah. basically, like, we kind of all were given some kind of, like, basically, if if anyone by this, you know, was hurt by this election, if anyone's pissed off by it, like, you kind of have, like, you got a mission, basically, if, if you want to accept it. Yeah. And it's, that's exciting. I have grown complacent, and I've been, again, a patient progressive, and that's not, I'm aware and have been that that's a philosophy that still puts marginalized people at risk. And I have been kicked off that log. I was wrong. I did something that I, you know, want to change the course of. I don't think that's a bad point in your life. It's a good point in your life. I hope that there's people who voted a certain way on Tuesday that find that point in their life very soon. Yeah. Or did not vote when they fucking yeah. should have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I also lightning bonus round. Lightning <laughs> bonus round. <laughs> Sorry, what were you gonna say? Go ahead. <laughs> no, nothing. Uh, oh, just that I actually liked Hillary. I know nobody did, and I don't blame them. But, I, you know, uh, I did. The one one tiny bit of patient guilt, progressive. One tiny bit of <laughs> guilt that I have about the one one bit of guilt that I have is that I. Uh, I was a huge fan of Hillary Clinton since I was a kid, and she was on mm-hmm. TV being awesome as the first lady, mm-hmm. and like, I'm going to f- do healthcare instead of baking cookies, uh, and was just like super charming on TV. And so I've, anyway, I've been a big fan, and I, I think she would have been very good at the job the yep. president is, and I don't like that elections are about people who energize the youth, I think it's, a, or the old people, I think it's it's a job interview. Anyway, and I think she would have been super good at the job, and I, I thought, I, anyway, I was a big fan of her, and I never talked about it. Especially because comedy is like a different bubble within a bubble, oh, and yeah. it was very uh, burning heavy, and I did not want to alienate people, and I don't really talk about politics on stage, even though it's something that I like spend half my time caring about uh, in real life, is uh, because I don't like the audience to feel unsafe if they disagree with me. I don't like them to feel mm-hmm. unwelcome in a in a comedy show. But I feel some guilt about that, and I wish I'd talked more about how much I liked Hillary early on when people were I agree. not as passionate about her as they fucking should have been. Same feeling. I was fearful. You know, I didn't like getting yelled at by dudes, and I got yeah. yelled at by dudes. I don't, and that, I don't that's like a it shitty either, thing to say. And I shouldn't be as afraid of it as you are. So, like, I feel really embarrassed. I don't that's like when dudes don't like me. I don't like when people on Twitter don't like me. I'm, so, you know, one of the things yeah, about, about white fragility is that I'm, I feel so fragile. Yeah. It's like, that's, I, I mean, that's part of the name. I mean, so. it's right there. Like, I, no, I mean, it's, it's right said as there. an insult, and I get it. I'm weak, and I'm bad at a lot of things, and this is one of them. I'm very frail. Yeah, it hurts, especially if you're, like, a sensitive person, which does take some degree of courage. But, yeah, it's easy to avoid. I think a lot of people did that. I think a lot of people did like her, but it's easy to like her quietly, again, because we all assumed it was going to be easy. We didn't have to shout because right. it was going to be easy. right. Yeah, and that, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, yeah, there was a lot of, that's another thing I feel guilty about is hubris. I didn't um, spend as much time trying because I thought for sure, sh- I've been very confident this would work out for a very long time. Can we I'm get a no cur- retreat, 
No Surrender? Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Go definitely. Ahead, I was, the, was the next thing I was going to say. So Lenny bonus round. Let's play um, No Retreat, No Surrender, which is... I think we did your game justice, right, Chris? Um, we explained it. Sure. Um, yeah. So the next game is No Retreat, No Surrender, and that is uh, one of our oldest games uh, based on the movie No Retreat, No Surrender, where the minor characters are much more interesting than the main characters. So um, what minor character... So somebody who's not running for president and was not close to running for president, what minor character would you have liked to have seen run? Or would oh, you like seen run? Or do I just want to follow their story? Either way, uh, I guess. That's a great... Yeah, I'd, I'd go either way on that. Yeah, do you want to learn more about... I, but let's lean towards it like becoming a run. And I, I guess I want to keep this less practical. Like, if, okay. if you're like, Joe Biden, I wish he'd run. I'd be like... I don't. I oh, what I do? Yeah, but I, I no. Joe Biden Joe. was my answer for I want to go eat ice cream with him. Oh, trust me, honey. He would have been running for president if his closet wasn't full of problems. Yeah, He's sure. an adorable mess. I love him yes. so much. I, yeah. I love him too, and I I, I will continue to follow his story because I think he's going to continue <laughs> to be interesting. But oh, I think he's going to be great. That little cross, giving himself the little cross the other day. Yes. Oh, I man, there's no end of things about him that I like. Yeah, you'll definitely eat ice cream with him. There's that amazing photo of him in Portland with the oh my aviator God. shades, t- two $10 bills, and an ice cream. He's yeah. just so much fun. He, he looks so like fun. he's a part. Oh, and when he was, he was getting interviewed about the, the Comey letter last week, and there he was like when the new Comey letter came out, and the interviewer was like, he's like, I don't even, we don't even know where these emails came from. And the interviewer was like, I think they were from the Anthony Weiner case. And he just like just hangs his head and just he was just so he's so emotionally open he's just like yeah oh fuck me (laughs) really this shit this shit yeah (laughs) so great um yeah yeah. uh i this is i mean this is a little more political too but i did watch i was visiting my family in nevada and we watched um current or future nevada senator now uh cortez masto um and uh who just the first latina in the senate yeah, and she, I watched her speak, and I wa- uh, I've seen a bunch of interviews with her, and uh, my dad had interviewed her a couple times for the paper, and she is rad. I really like her. So Catherine Cortez Masto from now is going to be somebody who's going to be interesting to watch. I think, I think she's going to be a, a really big deal one day. She's super cool, well just um, just really smart and and on on her shit. Um, I really like Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, yeah, Elizabeth Warren spoke at that same event, and she is a great speaker. She's rad. Yeah. Yeah, and I like uh, Cory Booker as well. Speaking of people who gave great speeches at the DNC thing. Yeah, I don't. Seems like he's doing good stuff. Much about Cory Booker. I would read a little bit. Anyway, uh, he's a good. He's not a bad person. Oh, seems like a good guy. You didn't like his speech? Oh no, his speeches are great. Oh, okay. He's really good at that. Yeah. He's an excellent politician. He's just got some stuff from sure. his political history that's like, oh well, okay, well, well that is uh, that's a little different from what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is yeah one yeah, of the yeah, problems, yeah. though, especially just having talked about liking Hillary, is that if somebody has been in politics, they have political yeah. problems. Yeah, of course. The people who are Listen pure right are people who have never done anything and would be bad at the job. That's yes. kind of gross to me. Uh, I really like Cory Booker in a normal year. Cool. Yeah, uh, I don't. I, this I don't, is yeah. a difficult. Yeah, it's, yeah. No, I have I'd, no idea anymore. Honestly, I was going to say Stephen Colbert. I can't even look at the establishment right now. Hmm. Uh, I think the Democrats are going to have to rethink a lot. I'm very curious as to who rises to the top, but they're people I'm less aware of because I've been hate watching more than I've been love watching, which right. is my bad. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just think if we already have a reality show president, uh, if we're going to pick from that entertainment world, oh shit! Uh, I love where you're setting this up. Go. Yes. Oh, yes. I, I just. It feel like he and this is so trite uh, this is not real it's just i everything he says is a warm hug and he could explain the worst of circumstances Tim Gunn? like i don't watch 
Oh, no, uh, Stephen Colbert. Oh, Stephen Colbert. Oh, oh back to Stephen Colbert. Yeah, Tim Gunn, though. Oh, my God. Oh, the real answer is RuPaul. All yeah, I want RuPaul, is RuPaul. Yeah. RuPaul is my dictator. RuPaul is my autocrat. She rules my world. She can do whatever she wants. If, we, if we're putting together, like, the... the Yeah, actually, let's yeah do another dream team. Yeah, yeah, if we're doing the, uh, yeah, the, the cabinet from... Uh, okay, RuPaul for President Stephen Colbert's VP. All right, yeah, give me that. Uh, Secretary of Reality Show Games. That'd be Ryan Devlin from Are You the One on MTV. Okay. Yeah, you can't wow. stop talking about that show. I still haven't seen it yet, so I don't know. But I, you're probably right. Oh man, uh, the latest season of Are You the One has some of the best reality show games I've ever seen. Right. It's like Legends of the Hidden Temple quality. Ooh, uh, pretty yeah. good. Can we have I don't know Attorney General um, Heidi Klum? <laughs> I don't know. Just, I, so wherever some yeah. position where she can like let people go firmly but kindly. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's good. That's and she I gets to say in or out. Maybe yeah. maybe that's a Supreme Court justice. Yeah, maybe it is a Supreme Court justice. I don't know. Mm. Um, yeah, for sure. Also, um, her her Halloween oh. costume game is strong. Yeah, for sure. Ooh. Oh, you gotta get like a. Where's Bobby Flay? Where does he go? Huh? Uh, where do we like put Bobby thing? Flay? <laughs> What, what you oh, doing? the health department or the FDA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. 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 Can, can we get uh, Jeffrey Wright for something? Just because, like, I really love him on Westworld, and I, I just yeah, you like how he doesn't that. look through his glasses. He <laughs> does in the most recent episode, are you uh, really well? He does oh, cool. like some good stern glasses using. Mm. Nice. I do like Jeffrey Wright a lot. Surgeon General, it is. Yeah, <laughs> 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 that's absolutely right. <laughs> Lightning bonus Lightning round. Lightning bonus round. Uh, I guess that's probably got to be enough. We got to, yeah, we got to wrap this. Oh, shit. Yeah, we got to land yeah. this bird. Okay. Um, so now it's time for a minor comment. We're going to do one more pleasant thought, not related or partially related to the election. And we're going to go in reverse order. So, Ezra? Were you? F- um, or was it Chris? I nope. went second. Caleb's first. Third. I think, I think it's me. Okay. Ezra, um, minor compliment. Okay. So, uh, I guess this is maybe a compliment to. Go, Daddy. I think. Um, <laughs> well, so in, in my so in my uh, like you know post uh, post election trying to deal with stuff, uh, I went and bought a URL, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know I think they could have jacked up prices much higher than they did. I guess like in that like fervor inducing time, uh, and so I got a pretty good deal on uh, because of Trump dot com uh, <laughs> you know, for for two years. Um, so like uh, I, you know I, uh, it's good like I, I you know I connected and, and Tumblr was very easy to use so I connected that also so uh, this is all the uh, this is me outlining my idea to like just for everything I do that's good for like the next like you know like four years uh, it's just going to be you know directly because of Trump and try to balance this out so that's why the the avocado the hundred years of solitude uh, Breaking Bad um, you know like everything is just trying to trying to balance out just you know this shit because eventually right like I know Trump is terrible. But I bet if everyone has an extra avocado every day, right, for the next so, four years. It's so bad for the, like, it's so water intensive, Ezra. It's, <laughs> it, they, they're delicious, but it really is not a good sustainable food supply. Especially Ooh, I live how, in California, the land of avocado plenty. Yeah, I'm telling God, you what you need to do. a huge drought, and it's like that and almonds are the most water intensive crops. Oh. just... It seems like a better idea than it is. All right, all right, fine. So now I have to have another website because of the avocado <laughs> <laughs> to balance that out. Thanks sorry, a lot, buddy. Alex. Sorry. Back to the drawing board for me. I'm sorry. Uh, wait, wait, okay, hold on. Is like uh, there must be something though that's like uh, o- oysters are pretty sustainable, though, right? They are, yeah, for sure. I don't like oysters. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> don't. That's a problem. <laughs> 
but yeah, oysters <laughs> are great, time. and they're they're super good. They're they're really sustainable because they're almost entirely farmed now, and uh-huh. they're also uh, this is not a way that makes people want to eat more of them. But one of the reasons why they're super sustainable and they're de- good for the environment is because they are uh, cleaners. Yeah, they're garbage filters. So they just so you you if you ruin a body of water by farming salmon there, and then you put a ton of oysters, they'll eat all the salmon shit. Mm-hmm. And then everything's all and right. Consolidate that into one gooey, uh, okay, sauce-covered so I... surprise for your throat. So if I, <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> I don't know. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, you got, got that did it for Chris. Uh, all right, maybe I'll just plant a lot of oysters. All right, maybe that'll be Try because it. of Trump. I'll just plant some oysters Ezra then... oyster seed. <laughs> Dancing across Northern either. California, planting oysters where they will die in the in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it looks like I, I still have to figure out my four-year plan. But yeah, keep night. working on it. <laughs> but in the meantime, you can check out becauseoftrump.com and look at Ezra's so far uh, one update Tumblr. Yeah, maybe you'll get Very an update good. on where he stands on avocados versus oysters. All right, uh, Chris, <laughs> what is your uh, minor compliment? Oh boy, sorry. I I got lost talking about oysters and I, I, I forgot it. It's I'm I'm sorry, there. but I'll stop uh, for you. Do you want to You know, that's that's fine. Um, you Look know over here, guys. It's okay. So, <laughs> uh, just on a different thing, like community and being inside the bubble and helping each other is all really really great. And um, you know, for instance, I we're hosting like 10 or 12 people for Thanksgiving here in this one bedroom apartment I'm recording oh, for. Awesome. And we're going to cook and eat a whole lot of Indian food and it's going to be fantastic. And getting together has been the biggest breath of fresh air and I think it always yeah. is for me. Yeah, and so, you know, I think uh reach out to your friends, you know, yep. to have yep. people over, go places, like do things and and be together. Because I think uh, it, it makes everybody stronger and happier. I agree. I agree. Hmm. Um, I agree. I agree. So I briefly touched on this before, but my other... Th- so I, I went to this party and then shit turned bad. And so I ducked out the back because I didn't want to be there when it turned super <laughs> sad. But... um. Well, I just I just didn't want to be around people when no, I realized, just, I, except my, I just wanted to be alone with my wife and just have us deal with this together. That huge mm-hmm. group of people crying was not a, a thing I could sure. handle. I just love the idea of you like in a zombie issue where you're like, huh, I don't think these zombies are going away. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it was, I was pretty early in the evening. It was like when Florida started to get bad and then the DJ during the, com- we were all watching CNN on this huge screen and during the commercial, the DJ started playing Leonard Cohen's Everybody Knows and I was no. like, oh shit, he's been reading Twitter. I got to get out of here. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and he was yeah. right. It was it was worse than people thought at that point. So I left while people were still in line to get into the party. But anyway, here's so I mentioned the balloon drop. And here's the bl- here's the one bright side is when you buy a balloon drop and then the party does not end up being a celebration. <laughs> you have to figure out a way to get those balloons down without it ever ah! feeling celebratory. Oh, so you like a sad. To, you either have to get up on, on a ladder and slowly poke each one, in which case you're making a small balloon drop, but just of the dead balloon bodies on you. But, and while they explode above. Yeah, yeah, while there's all these explosions and loud noise. Or it's just like the next day, I picture like the lone custodian comes in and is like, just pulls it while he's standing under it by himself and is just like, happy birthday, it's Carl. It's his Willie's day. Yeah, it's, <laughs> the, no one cared about your birthday, but... At least you get to feel happy now. <laughs> just one guy in a huge balloon drop. So just just imagining the end of a balloon drop at a sad party is like really, it's keeping me going. I don't know why I'm yeah, so tickled by that. Yeah, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. It's um, pretty good. Great. Uh, that leaves you, Caitlin. Pantsuits, baby. Yeah. Mm. 
They look fierce. You wear them right. I, mean, don't, I like it. Don't, I think they do they're a just lot called suits, right? Cut. Aren't they? Well, I mean, yes, they are just suits. But and men's suits are also pants suits. Right. Yes. But, but you, you know what I'm talking about. Power suit you know I'm talking about skirt, that right? Elizabeth Warren special yeah. with that one big button right in the middle and that mm. tight high waist and that ah uh, mm, yeah I like it. Yeah. Just makes everything pop. It, you know it does. It's a good look. So okay. So just one of the things I was I know we're like. There's so many problems about people talking about the way like a woman dresses when she's running things, but I like also really loved a lot of the uh, pantsuits that Hillary was wearing, and I felt like I never wanted to compliment it because I didn't want to be talking about that because I really do care about her policies. But also, yeah, I fuck yeah, she looked sharp. I, she made some great choices. I thought, yeah. I Trump read Madeleine are... Albright's uh, autobiography. Trump suits are ridiculous. He looks rumpled all the time. Yeah, he looks um, how how can you be that rich and not have a tailor? He's just frumpled. He's it's his skin underneath true. the suit. I'm sorry. Frumpled uh, skin. I'm sorry. I'm 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 too low. That skin. is too low a level. That's him. Uh, it's it's within me, and I can admit that. But I will attempt to rise above it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> except now, I forgot who I was going to compliment. So. Uh, Madeline Albright. <laughs> Thank you, Madeline Albright. Wrote an autobiography, a uh, memoir thing. And I don't agree with all her policies, but she is a fierce ass. She's a she's a lioness. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. And it was really hard for her to convey power because there's not a lot of garments that really like uh, like flop your dick on the table if you're a lady. Uh, and the thing yeah. she found worked was brooches. Yeah, your brooch game is strong. If you know that about her, her brooch game is so strong and so intentional. She just has this like chest of brooches specifically engineered to send messages to world leaders. What a bad bitch. She is a nasty woman. I like it. I like her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, big, I'm binging Madeline Albright brooches right now. Yeah, yeah do it. Man, Worth man, it. That image this. return is good. Yeah. Oh, fierce. Yeah, yeah, like Snakes and scorpions? eagles and shit. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Snake yeah. eating a diamond hole. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, she man. fierce. Yeah, also kind of a warmonger, but Ada, you know, grew up eating beef fat out of a pan in the morning in the middle of war torn Eastern Europe. She had it rough. Yeah, well, yeah, these, yeah. Yeah, these are not like yeah, these are these are pretty warmongery brooch brooches. This yeah, this oh, lion yeah. is about to go destroy some shit. Yeah, I don't think that hawk she has is a subtle message. Yeah. I think she yeah, she means she that wore a hawk pin. Yeah, that's yeah, sort of out there. Real, uh, go her. We need to find all right, that's all right. We gotta find another piece of flair, if you will, uh, that will can. Can, can show our dominance to other people. Man, it's time for buckles, Ezra. <laughs> Alex, that's our sequel. All right. It's time for buckles. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> All right, that is it for our show. Thank you so much for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be back next week talking not at all about the election. We're going to be talking about Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg's <laughs> new reality cooking show on VH1. So glad you guys do that. <laughs> I am stoked about it. And because we had to put it off a week, I'm sorry if you're expecting that this week, but the bonus is we get to watch two episodes instead of just the pilot. So yeah, we're going to see two potlucks. Yeah. Uh, have you watched one yet, Chris? Uh, no, no but either. I'm super excited. I'm so stoked about this. This is so ridiculous. Yep. Uh, so join us for that. That's Chris's groove continuing to be brought back. Chris, where's your groove can, at right now? Yeah, you know. Can, can okay. we agree that I shouldn't be in charge of getting Chris's groove back? No, right. <laughs> it's almost like you don't care about Chris's groove. Well, I do. I just I realized that uh, I care about other things also. And Chris, I'm sorry. I I think we might be at negative G now. <laughs> 
yeah, I don't know. No, it's 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 been fine, you know, and it's been uh it's been good to talk about this this shit. I hope it has like, been good for you. So let's let me do a couple more things and then and then we'll say goodbye. But one is I want to read a letter from our newest meat buddy, Treasure. So who by the way, uh Treasure's real name is Treasure and um Awesome. And uh, her, her maiden name was Given, so her name was a sentence, Treasure Given. Um, mm, growing that's up. great. And uh, she is tired of that fact, but I just found out, so I'm still delighted by it. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Treasure wrote uh, as was our, uh, became a meat buddy last week and has been, we, we emailed back and forth a couple times, and she sent me this, sent us this letter. I don't think I forwarded this to you guys yet, so this will be new to you, but um, what a delight. So I've been meaning to be a meat, become a meat buddy for a while. I found your show after listening uh, to TBTL. So big mm-hmm. shout out to our TBTL uh, crossover fans now. Uh, I've loved your show ever since, and I listened to countless back episodes while being uh, up at night with our second baby and then struggling with some serious insomnia. Now uh, the baby is two, and I eagerly await each Wednesday where I can go to bed and put on your show and safely listen to topics that are not okay for kids to hear. Sometimes it relaxes me enough to fall asleep, which I know sounds like an insult, but I mean as a compliment. It stops my racing brain and calms my racing heart to hear you all be smart and funny and kind despite being up against some truly hor- t- horrifying books and movies. Um, and now reality. Bonus. Um, <laughs> yeah. And that does, like, I, I understand how that could come off as a, an insult, but it definitely did not read that way. The first time I read it, it was oh, like, Oh, that's yeah, the sweetest the, thing. The, that's so nice. Yeah, the thing that so helps much you for the not nice think note. about your life is really important sometimes. To yeah. trust something to relax, you made something yes. good. Yeah, well what a, yeah. Opiate of the masses, guys. Read and weep. <laughs> <laughs> also, I feel like a thing that trusts you, that you trust enough to relax is a thing you'll not say about us after today. Um... <laughs> And then she yeah, goes on. She goes on. Amidst my grief and rage over this week's election, I decided I needed to do something kind, and I decided that becoming a meat buddy was one of those things. Your show is such a joy for me to hear, uh, especially because I'm a librarian, and hearing you say things I can't about books uh, because my job is to be impartial to library patrons is extremely cathartic. Anyway, it's just an amazing letter, and it's super sweet. And I, I don't think we're an important cause right now. There are way better causes, but I like it. It makes me so happy to hear somebody say that. That's very kind. Yeah, totally. Man. Thanks yeah. a lot. Yeah. So, you know, I yeah. Thank you, Treasure, and thank you to all of our meat buddies. I, um, meat buddies are all amazing. Um, and uh, actually, speaking of meat buddies, so it's almost time for mummies, you guys. I know I've been saying that, but now it's like really, really close to being time for mummies. I got my first proof of our novel unwrap my heart that Ezra and I have been working on for like three years on and off I got the first proof in the mail so I can hold it it's a physical thing we have a book we wrote a book it's a book um, it'll be out probably in a week or so from when this comes out it's coming out very Whoa. soon but it is about to happen so uh, you'll be able to buy that soon and I'm just I'm so excited um, and one of the things I'm going to do is that all of our meat buddies uh, everybody who's become a meat buddy so far is going to get a copy of the book for free so you're nice. I'll send you guys a special thing where you can grab. It'll be the it'll be the ebook, but you can grab the ebook and it'll be available for for you to put on your devices and read. And I just want you to have it and to hopefully enjoy it. And if not, it didn't cost you anything. Um, so anyway, that's coming out. So thank. So maybe this is a good time to become a meat buddy if you want to do that. But everyone else will have a chance to purchase the book when it comes out soon. So. Uh, I'm so very excited about that. Uh, oh, and one really quick thing I have to say, just a little bit of business, which is that um, it will be available for purchase on Amazon, Amazon.com. And some people tweeted asking about that. And when they did, they spelled it Amazon, A-M-A-Z-O-N. And don't go there. That belongs to Amazon. 
Yeah. You want to go Aminazon, A-M-I-N-A-Z-O-N.com. That belongs to us. So if you go to Aminazon, it redirects you to Amazon, but we get a percentage. If you go to Amanazon, nothing good happens. So that clarified everything, right? Yeah, I think we really cleared that up. Cool. <laughs> anyway, so that those those are the announcements. Thanks for our, all of our lovely meet buddies. Thank you for being here as always at C. Walter Smith. Uh-huh. At Ezra Fox. Yeah. And at Robot Caitlin, where you can see that retweet she talked about earlier, and also all of her um, delicious rage. Yeah, it's real good. It's real delicious right now. Thanks for listening. If you don't agree with me, I love you too. Yeah. We're just scared right now. We'll be all right. I... I think that's yeah, exactly comf- right. Grandma, comfort us. I, I don't know if Grandma's job is comforting people, but... Um, Cookies? I mean, nor- <laughs> other grandmas. I don't know about you, Grandma. I don't know if that's right, but uh, if that's what you're going to do. But I, uh, I I actually think that comics on Twitter have been both infuriating and also really helpful during this time for me. Yeah, agreed. Uh, so in alternating, it depends on my mood and theirs, but some of it has been really helpful. And that night, just watching people... Uh, react to it, like help me feel not alone, and then also uh, infuriated. So, <laughs> totally. Anyway, Caitlin, it's been such a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for doing this with us. Thanks for. I love you, booze. I can't wait to talk about some crappy movie next time. Likewise, <laughs> likewise, indeed. We'll see everybody next week. Goodbye. Psh.